As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joseph Clough and this is episode 553 and today we are going to be learning how to live in the present moment. I don't know about you, but have you ever read the book or the audiobook's pretty interesting as well, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle or Toll, depending how you pronounce the name. But it's all about breaking free and being more present and being more mindful in our experience in our day-to-day life now it can be a hard thing i don't know if you've ever listened to it or read it crazy popular book but it's still kind of hard but i'm going to break it down for you in the most simplest way of how you can actually do it effortlessly and easily while simultaneously get this simultaneously my camera's all wrong here as well for the podcast you get to see that let's see what we're doing it's one of those tech days from what i hear there we go and then i inadvertently change this one there we go so there's what i mean we are going to develop our mind we're going to be able to evolve by this okay this experience that we're going to have if you practice it and i promise you if you practice this you're going to resolve so much anxiety, so much worry, so much fear while simultaneously evolving evolving your psychology, your happiness, your well-being in the most profound way. Now, the reason why it's hard to be more present or more mindful is because we live in the real world. I mean, the, the book is a great book but I sometimes think it misses parts that we live in this real-based reality, physical things, and we have a job, we have a career, we have family, we have all these things we've got to do, and it's so easy to be able to get lost in all the other stuff. And therefore, before we know it, we don't know what's happened, and that can be an issue. We're missing out, in other words, and more importantly, We can get worried, we can get anxious, we can become fearful, and it becomes really a big issue. And I want you to break free of anxiety. I want you to let go of the troubles. I want you to let go of the worries and the fears. But here's the thing. There are two things 
that will take you out of living in the now. Two things only. And if we can take care of those two things, we will break free. We will be more present with our loved ones, more present with ourself, having that connection, being more self-certain, feeling worthy, deserving, and more than enough. If we can take care of these two big issues that we experience. Now, it comes down to our thinking. Our thinking will get in the way. Now, of course, you know me, it's about beliefs as well. It's about we're not worthy, deserving, or good enough. The imposter syndrome, the fear of success, the fear of failure, the fear of not being enough, all those things, which I do really advise you to take care of because it is important to let go of those belief systems because those belief systems will limit your success it will limit your progress and your evolution as a person so yeah please go ahead and take care of it now you can go ahead to freehypnosis.app if you're not there already for the podcast and you can actually download my app we're having some crazy cool updates hopefully there's kind of getting a bit oh by the time this podcast is out it will be ready there for you but we have day and night versions in every single hypnosis track if you unlock everything right now it is a one-time small in-app purchase and that means you have lifetime access to the app as long as it's alive so that is important to do and of course you want more closer one-to-one help um it's important to go to josephclough.com josephclough josephclough.info slash power if you want to be able to get more of a customized solution but anyway we're talking about this subject of being in the now and there are two main issues that we need to take care of now these two issues are as follows they are the future-based thinking and the negative past-based thinking. You see, that future negative thinking will be summarized as worry, fear, anxiety. It'll be the lack of certainty, the fear of scarcity, all those things, all the things we don't want, in other words. Your mind has a pretty good superpower of making a judgment call in every single moment of, but what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I look silly? You haven't looked out for this situation. That might kind of trip you up. So that negative future thinking is going to get in our way. If we are living a life of anxiety, if we're living in a, a, th- a thought process that causes more doubt, then yeah, you're going to experience more pain in your life. You are going to feel like you're self-sabotaging. You're going to feel like you're going to get found out. You're going to feel anxious worried and fearful that dread i've said it before but i used to be very very fearful so much dread in my chest that it'll be really hard to control my psychological and even physiological state of mind but you can master those things and i want to be able to show you how to really resolve and get our mind our unconscious mind to take care of that future-based negative thinking. But what was the second one? Well, the second one was the negative past-based thinking. Now, you're going to see a little trend here. That past-based negative thinking 
They're the things where we have anger, sadness, fear, guilt, heart, frustration, shame attached to our past. Or maybe the decisions that we made in the past. Maybe because you went through some form of significant emotional event that your unconscious mind decided to have a belief about yourself. Maybe that one-time event made you feel like you weren't enough. Or it's better to, to stay in our comfort zone and to not really progress because it's safer to do this. Going and doing something, oh my, I don't want to do that. That is going to be painful. That might be kind of hurtful. I don't want to look silly. I don't want to fail. So our mind will be running off that past experience, that past-based negative experience and thinking because of the events that you went through, the experiences you went through. And some of us, come on, we know. Look, let's be really serious here. We know we've all been through some hard stuff, some more than others, but... It's an issue. But we don't want our past to define who we are. It may have had an effect on who we are, but it's not who we are. Like we can refuse to allow life to be make us the product of what we are and instead allow life to be a product of what we choose to create. But we understand the significant emotional events we've been through, and I'm sure we've been through many. That is, get this, that is the evidence procedure of your unconscious mind. You see, if you've gone through an event and your unconscious mind has made certain conclusions, certain decisions about yourself or the world, could be like the money's bad, money is the root of all evil, money's hard to come by, could be about relationships, that all men and women cheat, it could be about ourselves. But the key here is our unconscious mind has made a limiting decision. And that limiting decision has caused us to have a change of perception. You see the world in a subjective way, a distorted way, a generalized way, a deleted way. Because every event that you go through in the past has molded you to have a certain perception of the future. So, what does that really mean? Well, if we've gone through significant emotional events and therefore made certain decisions about ourselves or the world, guess what happens? That directs our future-based negative thinking. That creates the anxiety. That creates the worry. That creates the fear. That creates the, am I going to get found out? The imposter syndrome. All those belief systems that we hold about ourselves that we wish absolutely wish we could let go of because we know it doesn't serve us we know it's not going to be able to yield the the intention as to why we have it which is always safety anxiety tries to protect us it tries to allow us to be aware of what might happen so we can actually try to prepare for it but if we think about it we don't need it as much as we did many many generations ago Many generations, far way back, we had to have some form of fear and anxiety. But we we're looking out for animals, different tribes, or different kind of warring fra fractions, or factions, I should say. We had to be in that mindset. Food was hard to come by. 
We had to be safe, look after our family if we lived back then. So that anxiety and fear probably kept us alive and actually kept you alive because you are the byproduct of those past generations. But today we live in a safer time than ever, ever before. Statistically, we are living in a safer time than ever before. Yet our unconscious mind has been biologically, experientially conditioned, conditioned to feel fear or to have too much worry. That distorted view of the world, the, the deletion of the opportunity, all of those things, that gets in the way. So that past-based negative thinking or that past perception projects what you think is true in the future at an unconscious level. But if we take a step back, you know you're more than that. I think if you really dig down deep, you kind of know that you're destined for more, you desire more, even if it's just to know that you are enough, to know that you are hard, seen, felt to be the person that you really want to be. To feel like you belong, to feel self-certain, and to get exactly what you desire. But if we have this continuous throw and the throw to the back, to the forward, of the past-based negative thinking to the future, <clears throat> excuse me, the future-based thinking, what is that doing? It is taking us out of the present moment. If you're thinking about what could happen. In the negative, you're out the moment. If you're focusing on the past or you're running those past limiting decisions and experiences, you're dwelling upon them, having the anger, the fear, the anxiety, the worries, the doubts, the shame, the guilt, the hurts, you are being taken out of the present moment. So we're either living in the future or living in the past or worse, we're doing both simultaneously at times and we're forgetting about being in this moment. So what is the solution? What is the solution to be able to break free of that fear-based future thinking and the past-based negative thinking? This is what we have to do. There are three steps. Three, that's all. Only three. And what if I told you it takes probably about 10 minutes a day, maybe 15 to cause you to break free of all that future-based negative thinking. In other words, the worries, the fears, the doubts, even the beliefs. Like I said, I'm honest. Sometimes you gotta work on the beliefs. Sometimes you need to get help. There's no shame in getting help. In fact, I believe it's a good thing to surround yourself with people who will support you, to be able to lift you up, to show you the way if they know the success or know the solution. I wanna learn from that person. It's not always good to do it by ourselves, but let's just say if you do apply these three steps, you will be more present in the moment than you ever have been. You will be free or more free from that negative anxiety, worry and fear, future-based thinking, as well as that negative-based association. And it comes in these three steps. And we're going to go crazy today. We're going to put them in different orders and it will make good sense very, very soon. You see, the first step, and this is something that I actually do with my clients, with my program, my eight-week program. Like I said, it's good to be able to get help with from people, from someone who's an expert, whether it be me or someone else. I don't care as long as you get help and you live a life of emotional freedom. That's all I want for you. But you can do this by yourself. And with my system, I actually create 
this customized aspect. But you can do this yourself. So this is what you're going to do. In the morning, and it sounds a bit weird. In fact, it may be a little bit in our minds, a bit potentially woo-la-la. But it's all good because I'm going to break down the biology, the science of it. So the first five, ten minutes of your day, doesn't take long. The first five, ten minutes of the day, you should be creating your day. In your mind, in other words, you see your mind, biologically, there's the biology side. Your unconscious mind does not know the difference, not all the time, but a lot of the time of what is true and what is imagined. And you might be going, well, Joseph, how is that even possible? Well, think about it. What is anxiety? You're hallucinating all the things you don't want and therefore feeling anxiety about it. So it's pretty easy to consider. I mean, we could break it down to saying simpler. And what if I say something like, whatever you do, whatever you do right now, do not think of a blue tree. Don't think of that blue tree in your mind. Immediately, despite the negative suggestion of don't, you've got to think of what you, I said to not think about it. So at any given moment, our unconscious mind is processing data. And if you think about that past-based thinking, projecting the negative, we've got to do what I would say is the reverse anxiety process. Think about the first five, 10 minutes of your day of what you do want to happen. Hallucinate it. Rehearse it in your mind. And a step to this, and my wonderful, I don't know how this happened, but my wonderful dog, Sebastian, just literally opened the door by himself. He's still trying to push in. Go on, Sebastian, come in there. You got it. Keep pushing. Yeah, you got it. There we go. Okay. Young Sebastian, as you know. Sebastian, come here. I was going to see if I can get Bassy again, but he's stretching. So Bassy Boy has now entered the studio. So as I was saying, when it comes to anxiety, we want to do the reverse anxiety process, which is focusing upon what you do want. If you imagine in your mind, and the thing this is where I was heading, we want to do it in a dissociated way. Now, what does dissociated means? It means rather imagining it looking through your own eyes, you see yourself over there in a picture as if you're watching a movie screen. Now, the reason for that is, number one, you're dissociated from yourself and therefore there's less feeling, less of an opportunity for anxiety to creep in. You're just observing. Most of the time, fears and phobias, they're in the moment. We want to dissociate. And you want to see yourself going throughout the day, acting and reacting of how you would like to be. Not what you don't want. This is a reverse anxiety process. We want to be able to focus on what you do want to happen. When you focus on what you do want to happen, you are pre-teaching your unconscious mind. You're pre-teaching your physiology. There are many, many studies on this. If you, In fact, if you look at lots of people, where it'd be like, um, do you remember David Beckham when he played football? Or if you're in America, you might say soccer, and I'll forgive you for that. But he would imagine in his mind where he, where he wanted that free kick to go. If you think of Tiger Woods, he was taught to be able to see where it went. So this 
is positive psychology and lots of sports athletes do this. They imagine what might happen to prepare and overcome it. They imagine where they do want to go and therefore the neurology of you is doing this. Now there have been, hey, there's been deeper studies of this. My good friend, Dr. David Hamilton, he's a great author, really cool guy. He used to work in the pharmaceutical industry, broke free of that and then learn and went into all these studies where to the point, let me see if I can remember this one study, I believe. There was a study of what would happen if two, if people were playing the same keys on a piano. Okay. So in one group, they were physically doing it. In the other group, they were imagining just going da, 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 da. I'm tone deaf. It's okay. So one group would be doing it physically. The others would be doing it in imaginative way. Now, the interesting thing here is they wanted to test, well, what does imagination do? Well, those who were playing the keys physically, there was a muscle growth to a point of the physical fingers and the hands and so on. But the weird thing is when people were just imagining it, there was a percentage of growth, not as big, I don't believe, from what I remember as those who did it physically, but by imagining it, your body is hallucinating it. Now, what got really interested, interesting, the observers of those who are observing the experiment, those, I believe, were tested, and they who were observing those in the study, there was a percentage growth there too. Now, don't quote me down fully, but I'm 99% sure that is exactly what happened. Fact check me, that's good. He's got a ton of books, you have to find them. Great books though, you'll learn a lot. But ultimately, your body responds to visualization. Not an absolute 100%, but we can utilize it. So if you start to wake up in the morning and start to create your day, hallucinate it, feel good while you're doing it, get a moment of gratitude. And not just the gratitude for what you have, but feel good for what you're about to receive. I mean, that's just simple, positive psychology. If you're in an expectant state or expectancy state, if that's even a sentence I'm looking for, we are more open to receiving it compared to the opposite. So that first step, when you wake up every morning, is starting to create the day that you want to happen. Don't just step into the world. Most people just wake up, go on their phone, get engaged in social media and the news, and before they know it, they are off track. It's like trying to jump on a real fast carousel or roundabout and then being thrown off. You need to ease into your day. You need to be able to set your day right. You need to create it in your mind, be there and cultivate it. When you do that, that is the reversed process of anxiety. So we've taken care of that future-based negative thinking. Now, how do we let go of that past-based negative thinking? Well, this is how we do it. Five minutes or so, as you go to sleep at night, you go ahead and review your day, not for what you did wrong. Don't be one of those people who look back over your day and go, oh, why did I do that? Oh my God, I cannot believe I fell over like that. What are people going to think of me now? Did I really speak like that? Did I really act like that around my boss? You see, when you go for the why did this happen, 
you're going to find reasons to validate them. So rather looking for the reasons to validate what you did wrong, why don't I ask ourselves, well, what can I learn from this? How, this is the key word, how can I be safer? How can I learn from this? The once I've learned will cause me to be safer tomorrow. You see, if you look for the learnings, and there's been studies on this, even with um, studies with animals about the positive um, aspect of learning, focusing on what the good things the animal did, the animal, and this is for humans too, will actually seek to improve. If they focus on what they did right, it's almost like their whole game just gets lifted up as well. Because you're not saying, oh, you did this thing bad, which makes them reflect on the bad, makes them feel bad, and therefore keep on doing the bad thing. But if you say to someone, I'm sure you'd like this, if I went to you and your job or your career, and I said, you know what? I really, really liked what you did today. The way that you spoke in front of that meeting, the way you thought of that question, I never thought of that question. Like Genuine feedback to you. You would probably be more motivated to grow as a person rather than the opposite. So that's what we've got to do with ourselves. When we go to sleep at night, we go, what can I learn from my day? How can I get better? How can I use those learnings to be able to feel better tomorrow? That those learnings will keep me safer tomorrow. Now, when we do that, we are now breaking free of that past-based negative thinking. Do you know why? Yes, we might need more one-to-one -one help or group help. But ultimately, the more you go along in time, you've now created more past. I was actually watching someone today, uh, Impartial Geek on YouTube. And he was saying the same thing. Like, I think it was today or the other day. I'm not sure. But it was almost like this present moment. Oh, no, that moment's gone. No, this is a present. No, that moment's gone. We're always moving out of the moment. Now, if we're moving out the present moment because we're living from second to second, guess what happens? It becomes our past. Now, when it becomes our past, it becomes more of our history. So if you're doing this, create your day in the morning and you're learning as you go to sleep at night, which ultimately feeds to your unconscious mind, almost like we're handing over the day job to the night shift of the unconscious mind. But we're also allowing a new past to be created. You're beginning to create more past, more history, which is going to be beneficial because you are resolving as you go. If you think about our longer version of our past, we might have those negative associations, those resentments, those associations of anger, fear, guilt, heart, frustration, shame, all of those things. But if we can create this new thing, we're actually dealing with it as we go. The past past stuff was repressed stuff, unresolved stuff. That's why I think it's always good to get help. That's just my honest advice. And I don't care if it's even not with me. I mean, I can only work with, in my company, my kind of program, we literally work with one or two people um, or enrolling per week. That's all we want to do. We don't want any more. So just getting help helps. That's my point here. So that's unrepressed past stuff. But if we start to create this new future, we're learning as we go. We're we are processing our daily experience by going, how can I learn from this? What can I do better in a positive way? Not the why, but definitely the how and maybe a bit of the what. We're taking care of that 
future-based negative thinking by creating our day and we're resolving the unconscious past stuff by learning from our day. And now we said three steps. Well, think of step one being the create your day. Step three being going to sleep and relearning from your day. Well, what's step two? Well, this is something pretty simple to do. It takes literally a minute or two, minute or two even. It is always good to try to live in the moment. So maybe three times a day. We usually have three breaks at least a day. I rarely have breaks, but you know, you can always find breaks. With that one minute or two, so let's say three minutes, one minute, one minute, and one minute, three times in that day. You start to be in the present moment. Now, how do we do that? Well, what we do is just be here. Let me give you a quick example of this or a demonstration of this. You see, right now you're listening to me on the podcast or the app or you're listening live on YouTube, for example, because this is being broadcast there right this second. But that'll be the past, of course, for the podcast. But I want you to be fully present in this moment. Now, how? Well, just be aware of everything in your environment. Be aware of the things in your environment. You might go, well, I've got a phone here. I've got this kind of battery charger thing here. I've got my digital pen thing here. And you're just being aware. Notice the distance of those things. I got this from a good friend of mine called Sandy Newbigging. Really cool guy, meditative guy. And it's ultimately just being aware of everything in your environment. Notice the distance. Notice the distance between me and you. Where it be the sound of my voice, the inflection of certain words. Just be aware of your experience. Be aware of what's in your present environment just for a few seconds. And then as you do that, you'll notice you're being more in the now. Because you're being aware of the presence in your situation. When you're present in the situation, you can then go inwards. Most times meditation, we jump way too quick into meditation. Like close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out. No, let's enter this in a gentle, nice way. Be aware of your environment for a 10, 20 seconds. And then you're pacing yourself. You're pacing the moment. And then you start to take it from the external into the internal. That is when you can start to maybe close your eyes or you can start to focus on your breath just for another 20 seconds, another 40, 50 seconds to get to that minute or two mark. That means... We're starting to shut out. We're being aware of the outside world by being patient and conscious of our experience, the sounds, the things that you're looking at, the things that are present. And then you're taking that perception, that consciousness into you. You're going on the inside, not jumping right in there. You're doing it bit by bit. So if we cover this up, if we like or um, recap it, close the loop on it, most of the time, we're focusing on all the things we don't want to happen, that, that future-based negative thinking. We're focusing and being aware of all the past things which have happened to us in our life. The unrepressed, the unresolved, or the repressed and, and the unresolved. 
which causes us to live out of this moment because we're in the future, we're in the past, in the future, in the past. But how do we take care of it? Well, step one, it was to create your day. Take time to nurture your thoughts. Take time to connect with yourself, to be present with yourself and to create what you want. And the tip was to observe yourself doing it in your mind for a form of dissociation. And secondly, to rehearse it. So you see your physiology reacting in that great imagine or your great imagination. That takes care of that future-based negative thinking, the reverse anxiety process. Then, as we go for our day to step two, I know we went the other way out earlier, but we're going to spend maybe a few minutes every single day, three times a day, into just being present, being aware of your environment, and then slowly bringing it into the inside of you. That's going to start to be an unconscious habit, and it's going to feel good. It's going to be your time to make that change. And then lastly, as you go to sleep at night, you review your day. Not why things happen, because why will give you reasons and excuses and validations of why we tripped up, why we look silly. We don't want that. We're going to ask, how can I get better? Or even praise the things that you did do well. Maybe you did help someone that day. Maybe you can be proud of how you said that thing at work. How you show i can't even speak now for how i said it at work how we showed up in our environment what good things did we do and how can we learn from those things when we use the learnings we are growing as a person you don't learn from all the good things you learn from the so-called failures not failures it's just feedback but if you learn from them you grow because of them you evolve them you evolve yourself and that means you are educating yourself that's the true basis of learning. You learn more from those so-called failures than any success. That's where the growth is. So that feedback can elevate you. So we learn as we go to sleep. We have a day shift at a conscious mind, although we're always unconsciously present. We're definitely not consciously present as we go to sleep. We hand it over to our unconscious mind to that night shift. When we do that, our unconscious mind can continue, continue to resolve issues. Now, this is not hard, right? This is pretty simple. It doesn't take too much time, and it's one of those things where we're connecting with ourselves a lot deeper than we have before. We're taking care of our thoughts and our mind. We're becoming more mindful, and that is how we live in the moment. So Eckhart Tolle, or Eckhart Tolle, However you would pronounce it. The audiobook's really creepily good because he's got that really cool voice. I remember listening to it, I don't know, years, like a decade ago. Whenever it first came out. Anyway, it's probably like 10, 15 years ago. But it's an amazing book, but it's hard and practical because it's too much of a bigger jump to be so spiritually, mindfully enlightened when we live in a time-based world. Everything is based on time. The time that you have on work, off work, with your partner, with your children, walking out, it is a time-based currency. We have the night, we have the day. We know our timing. You probably know that I go live most days on YouTube at 5 p.m. Pacific time. I'm getting my schedule. I'm proposing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then if I want to come on live again, I'll just be bonus streams. Just to be that bit more consistent. 
but we based everything on our time so it's hard to be able to break free of time especially when we're having that future-based negative thinking and our past-based negative thinking but we've now learned how to break free of it so i hope you enjoyed that hope you get value from it hope you can actually learn and get better because of it so we've got some great food we got some great feedback lisa says another good one to add to my wall of inspiration along with discipline creates freedom that is perfect love that one lisa we spoke about that the day before last i think and also to suck less at something and to give it some context for other people who didn't listen to that episode it ultimately means rather having to aim for perfection always getting better why not just focus on getting a little less bad at something in other words making those small improvements take the pressure off do you know what i'm gonna just suck less at doing something takes off the pressure and you can start to enjoy more you can actually enjoy the process so great great bit of feedback right there um marilyn's marilyn says the mind reflects on our past failures in life and reflect relationships. True. Absolutely. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Claudia says, thank you. Definitely will take that time to be in the now. Absolutely. Take the time to be in the now. And Elaine says, the only thing we have is the moment. Absolutely. Unfortunately, our mind tricks us into that future-based, negative-based, and the past-based, negative-based thinking. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to catch me live, all you got to do is go to youtube.com slash Joseph Clough. That's Joseph Clough, which is C-L-O-U-G-H. And also, once again, if you want to go ahead and download my free hypnosis app, we're getting, by the time this episode's out, because I think we've got a week or two in advanced episodes now having been so consistent with going live you can go to freehypnosis.app and you should have all the upgrades which will be the day and night version in all all in all sessions on top of that we're updating the stream and download functionality on top of that we're getting around 30 40 50 new episodes things like the imposter syndrome who wants that one I know I would have wanted that one when I was growing up. We've got tons of them, from addictions to happiness to insecurities. We're getting them all out there. I've got more to come. So make sure you go ahead and do that. And if you love this episode, please go ahead and rate and review. Now, of course, it helps me. It definitely helps me. There are in-app purchases on my app, and it does fund my living. It funds my house, my home, and all those things. But the other real reason is that when you leave a review, other people see that review. And that means they can get access to over 500 free episodes. I've had countless emails where people say, I don't know how I found you, but it was that one night I just found it and it kept me living. And I mean that with like real kept me living stuff. So every review gives more evidence to a person who needs help right now. So I would love if you could leave a rating and a review on the app so we can serve more, be more, have more for all of us to, have to experience life. And that's what I want. We to break free. I want everyone to be free. I want everyone to learn, to grow, to shine, and to realize whatever they are, think they are, they're always more. 
thank you, Viviana, saying thanks for your app. So, you know, you're more than welcome. Um, can you make a hypnosis track for someone while saying their names throughout it? Personalize them. Yes, part of my program is that. Um, but it, it takes me three to four weeks to create. And if you want to know how to apply for even the customized session, it actually comes with that create your day. It comes with a day version and a night version with your name addressing your specific issues. Just go to, uh, send us an email because it's very private. Uh, we don't want everyone, we want to be able to send you to the right link. We want to be able to get an intake form, figure out if we can, figure out if it's something that I can do. So just send an email at support at josephclough.com asking about a customized hypnosis set of sessions fully tailored to your unconscious and with your name. So for example, if you were called Joseph, I'd be going, speaking to you, the unconscious mind of Joseph. I want you to realize how fill in the blank. Joseph, it is now time to break free of X, Y, Z or Z and so on. So yes, it is possible, it takes time. There is a significant investment to it. I don't mind saying that because my time is valuable and I only have so much time of it and how much we can actually do of it. But with that, my wonderful friends, I appreciate every single one of you. I'm gonna go ahead and finish this live as well as this podcast. So many thanks and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Bye-bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.